Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Colliersrural.co.nz. Jason, greetings. Good morning. Uh, Jason, greetings. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Uh, very well, thank you. I hear it's a bit of a hairy day in Wellington. Oh, it always is. I was supposed to go out for a round of golf tomorrow, but now I'm feeling that it's going to be completely foggy, so I'm feeling a bit beside myself about that. So you can tell it's election year. There's uh, p- parties now coming up with all sorts of wonderful ideas. In fact, uh, Labor eyeing a tax chop. They're talking about uh, a new leak suggesting the government is set to drop GST on fresh fruit and vegetables. In fact, uh, Senior Cabinet Minister uh, Ginny Anderson said this on TV3 a few minutes ago. I'm very pleased. It seems to have a great idea. People seem to love it. But that's not our tax policy because we have not announced there we are. So that's what she said. So, yeah, what do you make of it? Oh, uh, it's it, it's kind of baffling that she would say something like this because it's not – the government hasn't announced well, – should I say the Labour Party hasn't announced anything yet. This all came about because Nicola Willis came up to um, the black and white tiles where we interview politicians before they go into the House and told us that she'd been leaked information to suggest that the Labour Party was gearing up to announce a policy of scrapping GST on fruit and vegetables. So the Labour Party hasn't commented on this at all. In fact, they've they've been staying far away from it. It's the National Party that said that Labour were about to announce this. So Chris Hipkins has said, listen, there's nothing to announce yet. Carmel Cepelloni, oh, nothing to announce yet. Um, Barbara Edmonds, who you probably have no idea who that is, but she's the new revenue minister because David Parker quit. She said, oh, listen, yeah, no, we haven't announced our tax policy yet. None of them are denying it. None of them are confirming it. And then you have Ginny Anderson coming out this morning saying, yeah, it's great. I'm so happy that people like it. Oh, oh, no, no, no. But it's not our policy. But it would be nice if it was sort of thing. So, you know, it sounds like it's coming. They're not denying it. And it sounds like Nicola Willis has just torpedoed Labor's flagship election policy. And it, it's getting an interesting response, though, from, you know, various e- economists like Infometrics chief executive and economist Brad Olson has described the idea as pure politics over economics. Oh, I so the, he was one of the first people I went to because I know Brad quite well. And we've had some chats about this policy before. And nothing sets Brad off more than a chat about scrapping GST on fruit and vegetable because he says it's just garbage economics. It just doesn't make any sense. You are basically relying on the supermarkets to drop the GST because you have to go through them. Um, you have to have this huge compliance burden, and it's going to cost millions of dollars and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of hours to actually figure out how to do this. Where if you're actually wanting to help the people that you really want to, i.e. the people on the lowest incomes to get more fruit and vegetables, you should just either cut taxes or increase benefits. I mean, that's the smart economic thing to do rather than this big untargeted policy that will um, favor uh, millionaires as well as beneficiaries. Like it's just all over the place, and every economist is against it that you can talk to. That is the not left-leaning ones that'll just say yes to whatever the Labour Party suggests. Um, and then you've got Graham Robertson, who also just a few months ago said that this was a bad policy as well. So it could turn out that they see the bad reaction to this, and Chris Hipkins decides, you know what? No, we're not going for this. But shh. Geez, it's been a huge tsunami of criticism. I bet. And what about Tapatamari? I mean, their plans uh, too to to change uh, the tax system if they get any hand in power. I mean, that's another interesting one. 
Indeed. I mean, and they've said um, their whole entire tax policy is a bottom line, which is just, I mean, Labour has already said that as the major party in any coalition talks, they would be the one that has the economic policy. I mean, you just, there's just, they have some ideas in there that would benefit, they say 98% of taxpayers or something like that, but they, they want a wealth tax that's already been ruled out by Chris Luxon. They want a vacant house tax which is something that Labour would just never, ever go for. I mean, if they didn't have the guts to implement a capital gains tax, they're never going to do a vacant house tax. Mm -hmm. And Tea Party Marty just don't really have a snowball's chance in hell about getting any of these policies across the line of Chris Hitkins as the prime minister. But they say it's a bottom line, and they they, they can say that they will or they won't go with Labour um, through this, but that's the only path that they have to politics. So if they want to get their tax policy across the line, they're going to have to make some major, major concessions. Oh, fun times, election year. And uh, we spoke on Monday after Kerry Allen's uh, incident around the bays in Wellington. I see where uh, she's now going to be facing a court appearances in September. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a it's a sad story, but I mean, mm. it's just one of those stories that continues to, to t- continues to um, slowly seep out um, in terms of what actually happened. Um, and it's the thing about it is it's still quite unclear some elements of what happened on that night. And rather than the prime minister or the police being very upfront right at the beginning, details have been allowed to kind of simmer out. Um, and we wake up every morning and read a new detail, which keeps mm. the story alive. But I'll tell you what, the thing that got me most interested this week was the fact that somebody from Labour's caucus was leaking information about what they were talking about mm. in their Tuesday meeting. And it just doesn't happen with the Labour Party. They've had an impenetrable force field for about six years where there was no leaking. And suddenly, um, as soon as this um, situation goes down, you've got one MP that is talking about another first-term MP in that um, caucus meeting saying that they can't pretend that this hasn't been happening for two years. And that's in terms of Kitty Allen's behavior to staff and now allegedly um, other MPs. So Labour's impenetrable force of um, non-leaking and just unity seems to have a bit of a chink in it. One day is a long time in politics. Oh, boy. I'll look forward to chatting next Friday. I wonder what's going to happen between now and then. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say three more ministers have resigned. <laughs> oh, Jason, great to chat, mate. Have a great weekend. Thanks, mate. You too. Jason Walls joining us. News Talk ZB's political editor based out of Wellington, out of the Beehive. On Gold Sport and the Country Sport Breakfast.